is the D2 Dadcast. Talking lawn care, grilling and smoking meat, home repair, weather, fitness, technology, general fatherhood, and more. Now, here are your hosts, Daniel and Derek. We're back after uh, a really unnecessary hiatus. Just saying that we're going to record. Why was it unnecessary? Because we we have know. lives, we have jobs. I understand that. I mean, but you had you a know. you you had a travel commitment. Yeah, yeah, six days in Texas where it it was man, was it cold? Yeah, we had a whole lot of weather here in this area too. So. I know. I think you know, all across the country, the the weather has just been nuts. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I saw something online that in the month of February, one of the local school districts only went to school like a total in the month of February for 11 days or something wild. Whoa. Now, and, and that wasn't actually even in St. Louis. I think that was, it might've been, I might not think about it. It might've been Springfield. I can't remember the actual number, but because of they had COVID issue or snow or staffing issue there there were several reasons why they had lots of days of no school or virtual learning yeah makes sense listen to a pretty popular radio show here in st louis and the um the uh, main host was complaining that his kids never go to school anymore. <laughs> so that's why I was telling when we went to Texas, I was, I, we were working with some of our partners and I said, it snowed three times in the last four weeks. That never happens in St. Louis. Wow. One, we never get a foot of snow yeah. that never happens. And then ice and ice again, which was, which was just crazy. And significant amounts of ice too. I guess the, Second one, I guess we had a heavy snowfall, ice and ice. The second one was like, it was like slushy. And then it like, it really came down and stuck. The third one did too, the one last week. But uh, funny story about the one last week. So I'm thinking to myself, eh, it doesn't look too bad. So I go out and oh, it's not awful. I'm going to see if I can go to the gym. I go to the gym. Streets weren't awful. They weren't bad at all. At this point, I guess there was a lull in the storm. I go in there, I bust my butt on the treadmill, go for about 35 minutes. I'm in the gym for a total about 40 minutes between changing clothes, running on the treadmill, changing clothes, and leaving. When I came out to my car, glazed ice, (laughs) a total of 40 minutes, and that's all it took. Yeah, so I was in Austin, Texas last week witnessed the largest temperature drop in Austin, Texas history. It went from 88 to 32. Oh my goodness. In, in less than 24 hours. Beat the previous drop by five degrees, which is just crazy. And then one of the nights, it glazed over my car. My rental, that's a problem in Texas where you don't have ice scrapers. <laughs> so there I am with the defroster and I'm, <laughs> I kid you not. You didn't do the credit card, did you? Oh no, oh. even better. Little Caesars gift cards. <laughs> Hey, I felt I felt like uh, MacGyver or something. I felt I was really proud of my performance. Cool. We still got to got where we needed to on time. Sometimes you got to make do. You got to do what you got to have. You got to do what and, you got to uh, do. I thought it was funny. I, uh, a lot of people got quite the kick out of that. But, but yeah, we certainly saw some crazy weather and it was great while we were down there. I got uh, I got an opportunity to tour the unfinished University of Texas basketball. Facility. Oh, because my old boss uh, is the VP of operations there. Okay. And they open in just under 50 days now. 
and they have 12 shows in the first 14 days it opens. They have 80 something shows booked already. They're not messing around. Nothing to do with men's or women's basketball. They're not messing around at all. No. Matthew McConaughey is a part owner. I'll have to send you, I'll text you some of the photos. It was really neat. Nice. Really neat. I think they'll, they, it's, it holds about 15 or so. And when you get a concert, it'll hold about 17 with all the floor seats. It was a really cool experience. Nice. But nice. Happy to be back. And then uh, we travel again next week. So did you eat anything uh, interesting down there outside uh, of Little Caesars? I didn't have Little Caesars. <laughs> I just happened to have. Oh, the funny thing is I can't have Little Caesars because I have celiac. Right. So I can't have any of the pizza. <laughs> so what do you even do uh, with the gift cards? <laughs> we got them for something. They're uh-huh. just in my wallet. So <laughs> I don't know. But barbecue and a lot of Tex-Mex. Okay. If I don't see a tortilla chip for, for <laughs> about okay? four weeks, I'm, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a good trip. I, this For those listening, Derek and I both have extensive backgrounds in the business of sports and this time of year even in my current profession is a madhouse it's busy it's Uh, madness some might say is literally madness we need that every time i hear the term madness all i can think of is the Katy perry dark horse song (laughs) that they use during arch madness for a couple years and so that's just playing in the back of my head right now but but it's always just a really busy time of year which is also why we're like three weeks uh, apart in episode one and episode two, <laughs> but, but we're excited. Derek, you had sent me a text, I think last night, all the days are running together now, but like it's March 1st. It's, it's lawn mowing season. It's yard season. <laughs> and I don't even know what hit me because the calendar is the calendar. Don't necessarily get out and start doing stuff in the yard, but the weather forecast for this week was like, oh my goodness, we're hitting 60s and 70s, and it's like going to just completely turn the corner. Now, who knows if it's going to stay that way for the long range remains to be seen. But what really got me was Sunday, and I think I did text you this, I had saw a video on YouTube from the lawn care nut of a new tool coming out from one of our favorite brands, and it piqued my interest, and I saw another video from another lawn guy in there. I'm like, man, that's a new video from him. I'm like... Is it that time? I'm like, well, I guess it is March 1st this week. So that's what really looked me in the right direction. And lo and behold, today, my backyard camera catches some motion. I'm like, why would there be motion in my backyard in the middle of the day? Like, it never picks up anything. And in the far distance, my neighbors behind me, because it's a, it's a fence you can, it's not wood. It's a, a like a gated fence, I guess I'd call it, whatever. But they're back there getting debris, cleaning up the last little leaves, and they're they're a retired couple that take care of their yard. And uh, lo and behold, I got the itch. Just got that the itch. It, I'm not going to lie. When you sent me a picture of that Ryobi aerator or whatever aerator, it was. Aerator dethatcher, which dethatcher remains to be seen if it's really an aerator. But AOB finds this and wants to send us one to test out. We would be more than happy <laughs> to try that out for you. Or provide a sponsorship either way. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) Our kids got to go to college. But uh, the second you sent that, I immediately hopped on the Yard Mastery app to look and see what my soil temp was because I have that new Ryobi backpack spray. Yeah. And I'm going to put down some pre emergent for the lawn. Yeah. And I'm just waiting for it. It was like in the upper 40s. Yeah, we're getting uh, close. Which is weird after being 
chillier and this crazy weather pattern we've well, had. The last but... three weeks, we've pretty much been frozen. Uh, yeah, I, I find it very interesting. But I, I think I saw it, it was like 46 or 47 today yeah. uh, was the soil temp. And if we can get it above about 55 for a week or so, I'm going to try to get some of that and go from there. I always based my, once I really got into it and, and like started paying attention to it, I always based it off of the week after the Missouri Valley Conference Women's Basketball Tournament was over. That was like Perfect. go time. That's the first weekend in March is Arch Madness. The second weekend in March is the Women's Tournament. After that point, it, you usually have turned the corner. Usually. Like, I, I definitely have the, the reminder in my head of 2013. We were in Kansas City for the NCAA Tournament. Back then, they called it the second and the third round. I don't know why they did that, but they've now reverted back to the first, second round. But we were driving back from Kansas City back to St. Louis, and it snowed about eight, nine inches of snow. And uh, we came back to St. Louis. That same storm came across the state, dropped a bunch of snow. And I remember because myself and two of my coworkers at the Valley at that time, we had to come back because we had some meetings that we really needed to be back for. And we had to set them up. And we left that Sunday night at right after the games were over. And we were Sunday night games that were on TBS. I'll never forget this. Driving back in the minivan across I-70 and in the snowstorm, dropped me off first and a little bit of a hill to get to my subdivision in and out of it. And I didn't know if we were going to make it up the hill. <laughs> it was like, it was a March snow and March snows tend to be heavy, wet snows. And it was that late March. It was like the 23rd, 24th. I don't know what it was, but I never forget that was a late March snowstorm. So barring something crazy like that happening, hopefully we will be seeing the light at the end of the tunnel here for winter and it'll be lawn care season legitimately. Yeah. I tell people all the time, I have my fingers crossed that we won't have any, but my birthday is March 20th, which is the first day of spring. Yeah. And it has snowed up three or four times on my birthday. And so it's, it's all, there's always a good possibility that we're going to get something late and shoot. Uh, do you remember that Easter snow that one year? Yes. It's like the first week of April, yeah. which is really rare around here. But, but yeah, it's, I'm like you, uh, I can't stand being in the house. I want to be outside. Even if I'm just futzing around in the yard a little bit, I, I just want to get something done outside. I don't want to be inside. I want to be outside playing with the kids, doing all those fun things. So yet yesterday was nice. So obviously get home. It'd been cold, even on the road. It was a nice evening yesterday. Yeah. You know, if you had just even a little light jacket on, it was nice out. And the girls wanted to hit wiffle balls. I was like, Oh, it's time. <laughs> it's time. I was so excited. Will you throw us, throw us some balls of, <laughs> Absolutely. Let's, you know, I've been cooped up in this house for the past couple months yeah. with how cold it's been. So that was really refreshing yesterday. And let's hope we actually so. do have a spring. We don't just like jet set from winter until yeah. two or three weeks of spring into right into like summer and humidity. Let's hope we actually have April and May of decent humidity Some and temperature weather for yeah. four weeks would be nice yeah and which i know we'll get the spring storms that's what we always get here in in the midwest and in missouri but i'm hoping that we don't just jump right into the the fires of summer <laughs> yeah yeah I, I can't wait do some more weather videos put them up on youtube yeah that's your thing with the drone yeah yeah, it allows it's like this, right? You get so used to doing a lot of similar things 
that that's something a little bit different and allows you to be a little creative and get you a little bit out of your comfort zone. I'll be honest with you. I don't know 15 years ago if I could have even remotely thought about doing a podcast because naturally I'm an introvert, even though people will find out on this (laughs) talk almost endlessly, but wasn't really in my comfort zone to, to do that. I could talk. If you were to talk sports 15 years ago, I was 20 or whatever. No problem. You want to talk about anything else? I'm out. (laughs) I don't want to talk about movies. I don't want to talk about politics. I want to talk about certainly lawn care 15 years ago, (laughs) but now, you know, it's an open book, but but yeah, it allows you to be creative. The drone stuff, again, never in a million years would I, I'm flying, flying a little aircraft 150 feet in the air, watching storms roll in yeah. from Winsville. So it's fun. And then I love those too when I'm outside working or whatever, Noah Storm's coming in. I can go time lapse with the GoPro yeah. out in the driveway. And I'm sitting in the garage while the GoPro's absolutely getting hammered. <laughs> In, in the driveway and go get it, download all the stuff, put it up on YouTube and let four people watch it. So, <laughs> Well, hopefully you'll get more than four. Hopefully if we keep, hopefully our podcast uh, schedule picks up. We were not every other month. Yeah. <laughs> I had to look back. I'm like, wait a minute. We did that episode in January. Yeah. And then totally missed February. Hey, March 1st. That's not too bad. Maybe we can fit in two episodes in March. We'll see. But hey, maybe that audience will cross over. You'll get more viewers. I should probably end up doing more too. I, For some reason, I don't use my YouTube channel as much as I should because... I have a lot of, I think about content all the time. I just don't do it for some reason, or I don't share it. Like I took, I, I, I ran at the park Sunday. Yeah. And actually had my camera with me. And, you go to Lakeside? Yeah. And after I did my cool down walk, just a mile, and I had the camera with me, and I posted a few pictures on Instagram, but like five of them, of like the 120 that I took. I don't know why I do that, but I should share more of it. And I know I sometimes with that, with the different lens I have, I shoot videos of it because there there were these geese that were like really close to the path, and you know they, they don't you're in their way, they don't nudge, they, they just oh, stand there. And I got really close with it, and I didn't share the video. I'm like, I should probably share this stuff because it it looks good because I like to play with the lens and see what it does. Same thing with the drone that you do. You want to see what it does and how you can get better with it and get creative with it and all that stuff. So I should probably start doing that more frequently especially now that i don't have to create so much content work related because that was one of the things is you do it for work and then you get burnt out sure, well now sure. it's it's a hobby so i should get back more on that so i'm sure that the better weather will help because i am thinking i was actually toying with my gopro and realized that my battery is terrible like it holds a charge. I was actually toying with it in one of the snowstorms and I realized I didn't charge it up when I needed to. And I gave it like a couple hours, put in it, put it on the tripod, gave it a shot. The thing lasted for all of 30 minutes. Wow. Now my GoPro is really old, but I'm like, and eh, do I want another GoPro? Kind of sort of do, but kind of sort of, yeah, it's a little bit of a waste. I do have some gift cards left over from the birthday, so maybe I'll see what I can get with that if it's catch one on sale or something like that. But there you go. It's one of those cameras that are like yours. It's so small and useful. You can clip it on and do something unique with it and clip it onto the lawnmower and get a unique angle and all that stuff. So I should look and see when there might be a deal that comes around with it or something. 
Yeah, with the GoPro, it's funny you bring that up. Some of the other things you can do with it. Shoot, my kids use it jumping into the pool yeah. all the time. They do flips and cannonballs and all sorts of stuff while holding the GoPro. That's the purpose I, of I, it. I, yeah, it's exactly the purpose of it. It's so much fun uh, and they can have fun and, and and play with that and run around with it. I don't, they hold up really well. Lord knows I've dropped that thing a million times. Oh yeah. And it's, yeah, I just fling mine. In. I have a, a bag of gadgets and I just literally fling the thing in there and it, that's not, I'm sure that's not what's caused the battery. It's just more because it's just old. It's a literally like a GoPro hero. It's like a generation one or two okay. GoPro. So it's super old. Like I bought the thing when I was working at the Valley. And I think, yeah, most of the videos, if you go back in the Valley's YouTube channel, I would always record videos like with the GoPro attached to me while I was taking still photos. So celebrations of baseball teams i'd have the gopro attached to my camera and getting video of them celebrating dog baseball team dog piling while i'm taking stills so you got that unique perspective of it and it, it did its job like i always wear it on my head during cross-country race because i'm trying to cut off the runners to get a unique perspective of them going past me and then go to the next spot get more pictures i just make a montage of here they come past me in turn one here was turn four here's the finish line and there's your two minute video and it worked out great yeah so i don't know i know there's what gopro black hero nine plus now has all these super features in it the, the last one i looked at i was actually thinking of wearing mine to my one of the races I had back in the fall. And I thought that might be neat to wear my GoPro during a 5K. And I looked at it and I go, ooh, would that just be like making people sick? Because you just be bouncing All up and bouncing. Yeah. One of the GoPros has what's called like a steady feature and hyper zoom or smooth or something like that. And this guy wore his GoPro while running. Just perfect footage. Like you couldn't tell that he was running. It was super smooth. Yeah, and if you upload that into uh, like iMovie, that's where I do the stabilization. Uh, yeah, most of my editing. When I say I am a novice, th- that <laughs> you picked not... it up pretty quickly, though. Yeah, I'm not. I am not doing um, anything exceptional. I'm not winning any Academy Awards for <laughs> film editing here, but I can piece a couple things together, put a picture in picture, and but they have yeah the little stabilization feature in yeah. there too. And it helps. It does help a little bit. And you add all those things together. I have a little bit of it on my GoPro. I have a Hero 6 Black. Okay. Because I know mine's a black because I have 4K. That might have been the first one that had 4K on it. Okay. Yeah, mine definitely but, does uh, not have any K. Zero <laughs> <laughs> K. Zero K. <laughs> but, but it's been great. You take it on vacation and do a whole bunch of fun stuff. So, yeah, yeah it's I, I love I did I never thought I would be that like semi tech nerd where I'd have all these little boys with toys type thing. I have them, I use them. People make fun of me for it. I know they're laughing at me. I don't care. But when you share it on Facebook and on YouTube, you're getting four views. Yeah. <laughs> five, sometimes five. <laughs> you know. So it's I, moving the needle. The more and more I think about it now, one of the five K races I have this spring, one of them is a run through the zoo. That actually might be pretty cool to like actually have a GoPro that would record stable footage 
as I'm running the 5K course through the zoo. That's pretty unique, I think. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, and I actually, I that would be I've cool. got the Cardinals one too, and it finishes. It's either the last mile or it's a, a lap, like the cool down lap is actually yeah. on the it field. It finishes in bush, yeah. Okay, yeah, I've got that too. That's actually like in April. That's technically oh, now okay. next month. Yeah, it's like April 16th, I think, or something like that. So uh, yeah, like for that reason, that stuff, how many people have been on the, fe- the field at Bush Stadium? Like... Yeah, uh, that, that's pretty cool. Remind me off air to talk to you about Big River Race Management. Okay. So we've made some contacts there, and I'll, I'll give you a rundown on that. It's, it's pretty cool. Nice, so, nice. But uh, but yeah, I think that's our tech segment for the day <laughs> of us just talking about toys. But yeah, no, I, I think for us, especially with the next couple of episodes, I think it would be a really cool discussion on how we're prepping our yards going into the because you and i your lawn is immaculate right now it's not it's we've been getting hammered but it didn't hold up this winter i was oh it did it stayed green for a long time my yard did too I, i was thrilled but Derek's lawn is especially his front yard is pristine it's a really nice bluish green dark green color it's thick it's tall it's puts his neighbors to shame my neighbors actually don't try so that helps oh yeah it's uh scalp city on his street (laughs) but but it just makes yours look even better i i love the aerial shots you always do and then like my neighbor next i always make the joke that i'm living next to the site of the manhattan project (laughs) the nuclear nuclear bomb stuff from the 40s which actually was some of that was done here not far from us but <laughs> in bush wildlife but mine's not nearly as established i've got progress a lot of progress over and the trust past me two seasons mine has taken like the more and more i learned about it it's been like a process like i focused way too much on the front and i realized oh that's what it takes so i took that and now moved to the back this year is should be go time for the backyard i've just got to do the pre-emergent nice. get that timing down and it should be even playing field for the front and the backyard for me this year, hopefully. Fingers crossed. What not to go into the weeds with this, no pun intended. <laughs> but what do you know what uh pre-emergent you're gonna use? Honestly, you know what? I didn't do anything special. I use that oh, what is it? Weed stop. Weed stop for lawns. Who's the brand? Oh, that's gonna kill me. Weed stop for lawns. Is that uh, that's Spectricide. Not Spectricide, yeah. Spectricide weed stop for lawns. I use the bag, the granules, because I've now you can I've used the liquid, the spray bottle for more immediate results, but I felt I was a little bit too hard with it and went a little was a little too overzealous with the granules, just throw it in the spreader, an even coating, and didn't go too nuts. That was my safety net so honestly i just used that before i like when i first spotted uh oh here we go weeds time to put this stuff down and it stopped everything else from coming that's what i was doing with the front so i got to do that with the back and i think like i said fingers crossed should be a major step in the right direction for the backyard now my backyard doesn't get as much sun as the front so that's probably one of the challenges but we'll see how it handles it it did really well after aerating and dethatching in the fall it looked i was really happy with how it turned out september and october and quite honestly right now the backyard is probably way more green than the front yard yeah i would say that now and like i said 
last year, I think they both held up in terms of color way better than this year. Now, granted, I did not do a winterizer fertilizer. I didn't do that this year. So maybe that's probably one reason I didn't do anything in November. But we'll see. Like I said, it, it won't take long for it to turn back around. In comparison's sake, with the neighbors, it won't matter because I'm putting the effort into it and that's it. Yeah, I've never really done the pre-emergent because I've always been in the situation where I'm always trying to grow new grass. Yeah. See, I, so I am not. Put, yeah. I can't put pre-emergent down and then two weeks later put grass right. seed down. It'll never grow. And so I think I'm going to put down some prodiamine. I've got... For Christmas, I got a two-gallon battery-powered backpack sprayer, Ryobi backpack sprayer. And so I'm really anxious to try that out and see how that works because I, I have a lot of that that next product from uh, Yard Mastery. Yeah. And so I, if this goes really well, it'll make me a little bit more confident that I can put that stuff down because with that, with the one gallon, you have to do multiple passes. Right. Where with the two gallon, I can mix everything together at once. once. Yeah. All of those next products and only have to go through one time. Yeah. Which would be so nice. I should be doing that. And I know there's going to be like a lawn pro that'll hear this or whatnot and says, what are you doing spectroscope for? That's not whatever. I'm just a little bit worried that I'll just overdo it and burn. Like I've used this quote unquote safe stuff off off the shelf of the big box store just for the sake of this will satisfy what I needed to do. And it does work. You just got to follow the instructions and how you spread it or spray it. So yeah, I just, I think, and that's the one thing I've learned, find what works for you and what you're comfortable doing. And if you follow the instructions, it's like cooking. It's like grilling meat. Follow the instructions, follow the recipe, do what you're comfortable with. You'll figure it out. So I figured out for me what is the best case scenario. And I, quote unquote, I think my lawn is figured out what I'm doing to it. So it's trying to put it in its best case scenario. So, yeah. So we'll see. Like I said, the whole thing with the pre-emergent and trying to keep weeds before they get out of control is just if you you miss by a couple weeks, you're going to be killing weeds all season long. So Yeah, clover killed me a little bit last year. I had had to pounce on that a couple times. So it it is what it is, but I'm, I'm hoping to get ahead of it this year because, like I said, I would just fight that battle and spot treat as I'm growing new grass, yeah, it just makes it so much harder. And I've got to fix a little bit of the lawn. We had we had siding put on a couple weeks ago, among other things. And so there are some rut spots in my that I had to that I'm gonna have to fix. But and even if you do that in the spring, like it'll take hold. Like I we had a tree cut down last year in March. And I was like, do I even bother with grass seed? I did a mix. I did grassy and I did sod in the spot where the tree was. I was super surprised at how well that grass maintained all season long. Now, granted, had to water it, make sure it sat in. And then when the heat of the summer came in, had to make sure that spot stayed in good space, in good shape. But that spot, you wouldn't be able to tell right now that, it was, that there was a tree there. Like, I wish I took better pictures, actually, of the process of me putting that tree being removed, me putting down the sod and the grass seed and what it looked like. Because I'm, like, seriously shocked because everyone, the, everything I looked up on the Internet and YouTube videos was if you cut down a tree, that soil there has got chemical imbalance. You're never going to grow it. You got to really work hard, yada, yada. And 
I don't know what I did that made it work, but it it worked. Now, I did put some true lawn, quote unquote, soil down because I guess there's a difference in the type of dirt you put down. You can't just do any go to Home Depot and get just the standard two dollar bag of dirt soil because it's potting soil. Right. Um, you got to get the right stuff. So I did pay attention to that between that starter fertilizer and all that stuff. Man, that that grass took hold and that spot right now you wouldn't be able to tell that there was a tree there and i did that right at the beginning of the season so i've got a little spot in the front yard from where they redid the street that i want to put some seed down so that's going to be the only spot that i put seed down in the spring otherwise i'm going straight to keep weeds away and ready to figure out what i'm gonna do for fertilizer because i'm not sure if i'm gonna stick on the monorganite train we'll see how that goes because well, it's got so well, expensive well, but we'll see I, I was gonna say let's see what uh, what the prices look like yeah moving forward with uh, with inflation i Sounds saw like grass seed and and fertilizer going through the roof i uh was at home depot oh i guess that was the last storms last ice storm buying salt and I just was curious. It's like, oh, I wonder what they've got for fertilizer because we're getting close. Big old pallet filled up, malorganite there. You want to guess the price? 22 bucks. No, not that high. 20. Not that high. 17. 17 bucks. Okay. Yeah, we used to get it for about 13. Yep. Yep. And if so, you find it on sale at this farm and home, you find it for $9.99. I've. I've not on sale, twelve ninety nine, so thirteen bucks. So we'll see. I at the end of the year, I think I switched to the uh, Menards Save Big I Money brand, the E Corganite. <laughs> it worked pretty well, though. I think so. Yeah. If they want to yeah, sponsor thought, us, hey, the E Corganite, I'm all about it. Yeah, it's, I think it saved us like four dollars a bag or something. Yeah. Money is money. Yeah. So that's, it, a, yeah, that's I, a six pack of really cheap beer. There you go. And I, I came to realize when people ask me, "What do you do to get your grass like that?" The organic stuff is safe because I don't burn the lawn and you know overdo it. I think that's just my go-to. So we'll see if I what the Malorganite prices look like and the supply versus going to Menards or there's another quote-unquote organic brand at Home Depot I saw as well that was above the Malorganite. Slightly cheaper, it was about two bucks cheaper. I didn't pay that close attention to the name, but I definitely wasn't. It was a comparison product. So I don't know, but I'm a believer in the Menards stuff. So we'll see which path yeah. I go down. If I can, if I find the Malorganite on sale early in the season, I'll do what I always do and just buy the, enough I need for the whole year and be done with it. So yeah, it's a shame we weren't doing this podcast last year because both of us did some of those lawn renovation stuff. I did, I did the, the retaining wall and then I put down sod, a whole bunch of stuff I had never touched before. We cut down some trees, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Which been really good top. Topics, but I'm and not excited. knowing how it would turn out because I would have like that when that tree got cut down. Okay, I guess I got to try and grow this grass in this spot. Yeah, but yeah, if if anybody wants to see the retaining wall, you can just go to my YouTube page, which is just at Schmidt STL, and you can see my dad and I time lapse building. Yeah, uh, retaining wall, and it turned out really nice. It's I will say my dad is arguably the most handy person. I've ever met in my entire life. He just happens to know how to do everything. And I don't really, I can't, I I don't think he's ever built a retaining wall, but he just showed up like he knew what he was doing. Are you it looked great. Are you sure he didn't just watch, like, he binged on a bunch of YouTube videos before he got Oh, there? I guarantee that happened. <laughs> but he was just so confident in what he was doing. He had rubber mallets. We had paver sand. We uh, 
had I done this, I can tell you right now that thing would be leaning <laughs> to one side because it would have sunk. It was, it's unbelievable. The thing's perfectly level. It looks great. It's straight. Ooh, we had a couple of our neighbors joke. Oh, your dad put a lot of work into that. I said, whoa. Okay. <laughs> I had, I was the labor for, for this, carrying all these cinder blocks all over the place while, while he lined everything up. So let's, can I get a little, a little credit? credit yeah. So, yeah. But it's like, hey, great. And so, I shot the video of this. Come on now. <laughs> That's right. Do you know how hard it is to press the on button? It's technical. On and record are two different buttons. Come on. That's exactly right. But uh, yeah, so it was good. Nice. So yeah, I think over, I'm looking forward to it because we didn't get, uh, we didn't, we were supposed to do siding last year. A whole bunch of things happened where we couldn't do siding. And so we didn't get to plant inside that. So they were just naked the whole year. So we're excited to buy some plants to put in there. Going to help build out the front of the palace. We're going to do some up lighting and, and some other things, some low voltage and. Ooh, uh, lighting. Yeah, which will be fun. So my brother-in-law does some of that in his current job. So yeah, we're excited about that and just kind of get the house in order. So nice. So yeah. The, the, you want to roll? You want to roll into our our one and only plan segment? Let's do it with the Mount Rushmore. Let's go for it. Do you want so, to? I'll let you do the honors in introducing this. Okay. As you guys heard in episode, Derek and I to go on walks together, and we just happened to come up with an idea referred to as uh, the Mount Rushmore. So there's any given topic, you got to put four people on the Mount Rushmore or four things, whatever it might be. <laughs> this week, it'll be sports movies. So we hope that you tweet at us at, at D2 Dadcast. almost forgot what our podcast is called. It's been so long. <laughs> And we even got a like from Traeger Grills on the Twitter account, too. I know we did. I know we did. It was, it was way glorious. back on February 14th. Yeah, it was awesome. Happy Valentine's Day, right? It was perfect. So I felt the love, literally. But but the only rule with Derek and myself is when we're drafting, we can't pick the same things. And so we don't care if you double dip and pick your favorite four sport movies, but when we kind of draft ours, we can't pick the same ones. And so, so we go back and forth, and if one of us takes one of the others, we just eliminate it from our list. Awesome. 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 So if I'm not mistaken, you got to go first in episode one. Is that true? I think so. Oh, I'll, I'll believe you. I'm going to definitely go back and I review the so. tape, but okay. I'll let you go first. Okay. My all-time favorite sports movie. And I, I shouldn't do my all-time favorite. Well, you're really call, yeah, you're calling one. all-time favorite. These Mine are going to be in no particular order whatsoever. Yeah, if I had some strategy here, I would pick one or two of these that maybe you would pick so I could steal it off your board or you couldn't. I don't know. My list, my, my list might surprise you. Okay, so the sports movie, when it comes on, every single time I, I will watch it. It's one of the funniest movies I've ever watched. It still makes me laugh to this day is Major League. It's outstanding. You mean to tell me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? It's one of the funniest lines I've ever heard. Ever. Pedro Serrano. Uh, uh, Jesus, I like him very much. Hats for bats. What what league were you in? California Pete. It just it's just such a wonderful yeah. movie. It's and a great collection of characters. Oh, it is. That are in the movie. Yeah. What Tom Berenger, Charlie Sheen, Corbin Burnson, Wesley Snipes, Dennis Haysburg. Yeah. But 
I is everything about that movie. I just I laugh every single time. So I know that's probably an unpopular opinion, but you know what? This is my route Rushmore. So too bad. It's not that unpopular because it was on my list, but I'm going to eliminate it for mine. And I'm going to put the strike through on my uh, document here. I'm not going to lie. I am. I'm shocked that was on your list. I would really guess that. Oh, yeah. I would have guessed that. Yeah. No, that's one of the early movies I remember seeing. Did I see that in the theater? I don't know. But it's also one of those movies, like you said, when it's on TV, I'll stop. And if there's nothing else on, I'll just have it on for background noise. It's it's like what also Coming to America is for me, too. But movie I still have not seen. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. We can. That's a whole nother discussion though, that we can save for the next podcast. My first one, and again, my list in no order. They're not my... I guess I'll, I'll preface this with mine. These aren't necessarily, I guess I would say favorite because they've stuck with me for one reason or another. Movies that I've enjoyed for one reason or and may not necessarily be great movies. For me, they're like, oh, it's cheesy, but I don't mind it. So my first one that I'm going to go with, and I doubt this is on your list, sticking in the baseball world, Rookie of the Year. Yeah, it wasn't on my list, but that is a great pick. I, this is one of the best parts about being a dad is being able to show the kids movies like that. When Xavier gets old enough, he's going to let when Daniel Stern, the pitching coach yeah. is choking on sunflower seeds and locks himself in the cage. <laughs> I thought my kids were literally going to die from laughing. They thought it was the funniest thing they had ever seen. It's just so cheesy. D- deep belly laughs to the point where I thought they were going to throw up. Yeah. It was so funny. So that is a movie I remember seeing in the theaters as a kid. So that's probably why it sticks okay. with me. And it's just how just ridiculous is it that a kid goes to a baseball game and you know he breaks his arm when school at the end of the school year goes to a Cubs game as in the summer break and catches a home run ball, throws it in from the outfield and throws it in like a rocket. And the next you know, they sign him to a contract. Oh, come on. This hey, not and, not, and not to mention the ump called the guy out. <laughs> remember at home. I thought he called so. him safe. I can't remember now. Yeah, I thought he was I out. I thought, I, he was out. I thought that was the cheesy part of it. But, but the whole part yeah. of it is just so ridiculous. So um, uh, Only movies you could make in the 80s or early 90s. Yeah. You could never make that movie now. Yeah. And before we were recording, you, now you just said that before we were recording, we were one, talking about which movies were 80s, 90s. Major League is 1989. Is it really? Yeah. So that was the only movie okay. that I had that was going to be in the 80s. But in since you've taken okay. it, Major League is 89. Rookie of the Year, I believe, is 93. Okay. Yeah. So Rookie of the Year goes on my, my Mount Rushmore. Okay. I love it. And just so you know, I am adding this to the Google Doc. Oh, nice. Uh, we, we will include these in the on, on Twitter at some point for reference. Folks can share their Mount Rushmore with us, too. Okay. All right. Number so, two. So this is funny that I'm going back to baseball. Okay. Right? I'm going with Bull Durham. Oh, okay. It's so good. It's so well done. And if we're going to be honest, it, I think most guys like in their 30s have – at least a period where they have a Kevin Costner crush, even though they don't really have it because they want to be in his role, whether it's that or a whole bunch of the other 
uh, sports movies he's been in. Like, it was just really good. But Bull Durham, it's so good. Susan Sarandon, it's just the whole thing. Nuke Lelouch. I just, I love everything about that movie. It's, it has a little bit of every, everything, right? Yeah. So like Major League, yeah, you have a little bit of a, a love interest in Renee Russo. It's not quite like the one between Costner and Susan Sarandon, right? So it's full of comedy. It's got a little bit of a love story to it, some drama. But in general, I just, it, it took me, I didn't, I don't think I saw it for the first time until five or six years ago. And I bet I've watched it a hundred times since. And it's just one of those movies that I, it, that if somebody ta- starts talking about Bull Durham, I smile. Yeah. You know, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's not on my list, but it's a good one. Okay. I'm going to mix mine up. I'm going to go to basketball for my next one. Again, this movie, not great acting. Not a great movie. But it is one of those ones where, because I'm a college basketball fan, I enjoy the story. Oh, ooh, ooh. Can I guess? (laughs) You may guess. Was it filmed in the 2000s? No, it is from the 90s. It's from the 90s. It's not Hoop Dreams, is it? It is not Hoop Dreams. Okay. I kind of sort of gave it away when I said college basketball and I said I enjoy the story. Yeah, uh, it's not Glory Road. No. Okay, because that was a great story. And I also may have given away when I said it's not. Ha- it does not have great acting. Have you seen Glory Road? <laughs> <laughs> It's been a while. Oh, what is it? It is Blue Chips. Oh, my goodness. Blue Chips with Shaquille O'Neal, Anthony Hardaway, Nick Nolte. The story of a coach takes over a program that had all kinds of issues, recruits some guys, some cast-offs. Eventually, those guys, Coach, I want to come to school here. I'm going to need you to take care of me. My mom needs this. Can you help me out? And he succumbs to it and then has to, he gets caught. And has to make amends and he, he gets angry at himself it's i love the story because i can totally see this happening in to a, to a program but the way they just play it out in in the movie I enjoy but it's not great <laughs> it's not great like Shaq is i don't know what Shaq is in the movie Shaq is i don't want to get us off track but did you see that Shaq was in town dj yes. the mardi gras yes afraid uh this past week i did see that how great was that? Yes. But yeah, that was early 90s, right? 93, 94, somewhere around uh, I think, let me do a quick Google search. I I want to guess 94, but Google's going to tell me that Blue Chips is 94. Uh, How about that? Look How about at that. that. Sign us up for trivia. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. So now that I pull it up, it's gotten a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. 37%. What's the audience score? That's the one I care about. Uh, hang on. Is that the critic score? That's just what Google shows right okay. on the, right off the bat. So the audience, okay, it's 37% on the tomato meter. It's, oh, where did that, how did that, where did it go? The audience score is 51%. Okay. That's still terrible. But, it's not great. Yeah, but <laughs> they're definitely worse. And I preface that for everybody who's going to, who's going to, hit me on my movie taste but uh, again 
I am interested in the storyline, the plot. I like how it plays out because I can totally see that happening to a program and, and that being the, the issue. So, uh, again, it's more of I like college basketball. I could see it happening. Love the plot. Love the story. It's got a little bit of star power with some actual basketball players in the movie. Shaq, Anthony Hardaway. And again, personal preference. So there you go. Okay. Blue chips. That's okay. You smiled the entire time <laughs> you were talking about it. So it was definitely worth it. It brings that. back memories too. Yeah, absolutely. So. And so I'm going to take you back to 2004, which was my senior year in high school. I want to say maybe it came out in fall of 03. I, I should have looked this up beforehand. Shame on me. Now watch this be like 2001 and me way off. But oh, what year? Oh, it actually came out in 2000. Shame on me. Scratch that. Uh, erase it from the podcast. That was horrible. 2000 football movie. Takes you back to the 60s. Any given Sunday. No. Oh, oh God. Remember <laughs> the Titans. Oh, okay. Denzel. It's a bunch of stars. The, the daughter in that it was Hayden Penitent. But everything about that movie is just it's great it talks about race relations in that era how they were able to come together obviously some of that's somewhat fabricated a little bit it's hollywood but the way they made the movie was was absolutely wonderful the soundtrack to that movie yeah is one of the best that that i've had a chance to listen to like it really takes you back to that era it was a, just a well shot movie and pretty much you put denzel in any role i was gonna say um, yeah but just how he portrayed that coach everything about that was so believable and as apparently i was 14 and not 18 when i saw it this is how i know i'm getting older i can't get dates that's pretty <laughs> pretty bad but it was it, it's just one of those where it's in your formative years and you understand all the other things that are associated with sports and, and things like that. And the, I just, I loved, I loved the messaging behind, behind that movie. And I can't, my, my girl stole would not really have an interest in that movie yet. They're probably still a couple years away. Hannah's probably closest. She's almost nine, but I think she would really like that movie. Just, just a really nice message and just really well done. Yeah. I just think it's a great movie. It's a good one. It's a good one. What do you got for your third? I am going to go back to the baseball realm. Don't you do it. This one might be on your list, but you took one of mine. Maybe this is not on your list. I don't know. But The Sandlot. That was an honorable mention. I'll be able to get my other baseball <laughs> movies, which I'm very happy about. But that one is another one for six months straight. It was the only movie played in our house yeah. with the kids. They loved it. Yeah. yeah. That's a movie. So I honestly, it's been a long while since I've seen it. But I do remember. So <laughs> this is... I might be outing some folks and some stuff, but it's a good story. So when, I, when we worked at the Valley, of course, in college athletics, busy time is during the school year, obviously, when college athletics are going on. During the summer, we'd have all these summer projects, a lot of busy work, and we would work in the conference room, and the conference room had a big screen TV. And we had you know, work in athletics. You want to watch ESPN. You want to watch the stuff where your games are on. We had a Roku and all this stuff in there. 
you know, cable system and everything. We would, in the summertime, walk, like, do projects in the conference room and work there. And channel surfing, sometimes there's not always anything sports-related on. So you find a random movie or something like that. There was this one day we are going through, and the Sandlot was on, like, TNT or TBS or USA, one of those network cable, one of those cable channels. And we stopped, and we were all like, oh, my God, the Sandlot's on. It was myself. I'm, I, I'm not going to out anybody. I'll just put it. Myself was in there with two other co-workers. You could probably guess who the two are. But almost line for line, especially the significant ones, could recite them word for word. That's uh, awesome. That movie kind of, it's, it's one of those ones where it sticks with you. You see it over and over. It's on often. But just a good, fun movie. Like kids playing around, neighborhood kids playing baseball, no purpose. They get themselves in a little bit of trouble with random things or they get themselves into things that, oh, it's a girl. Oh, the ball went over the fence. I mean, it's just like all the random little things in life that mean absolutely nothing, but they make this movie something. Yes. I think that's the, yeah. the only way I can really sum it up. And the story of them just playing a game, the neighbor, the new kid coming to the neighborhood, everything, you name it. It's like the perfect thing of being a kid in a neighborhood and baseball bringing them together, which is funny because now here's, here's basically baseball with a lockout. Exactly. And we're talking about how baseball can bring kids together playing in the neighborhood. So, yeah, I loved it. You want to s'more. <laughs> He just stares at him like you. He's like, first you take the gram, you put the chocolate on the gram. <laughs> just, just that, that it, yeah. it's those little things that just that just make me laugh. Yeah. And then I, I remember the first time we showed. My mom is a huge baseball fan. That's her favorite sport. So if there's a baseball movie to be had, she loves it. And so when the girl finally watched the Sandlot, they would go. They would would go over to mom's and watch the Sandlot or whatever. And there's nothing quite like a four year old walking up. To to you and going, you're killing me. Yeah, you know, it's cute. It's hilarious. Yes. And so yeah, that's another movie when it comes on. Like that's one that makes you. There's a lot of happy memories there. Yeah. I yeah. like that. I yeah. really like that. Okay. All right. So that's three for me. What do you got? I love that you picked kid movies because I did not pick a single kid movie and I'm not going to pick a kid movie. I'm picking all these serious movies. Remember the Titans and Bull Durham. I'm going with Field of Dreams. Yeah. I thought about that one, but it that one just doesn't – I don't cling to it like I do the movies. Like, the movies that I were on my list are, oh, I can think of lines. I can think of scenes. I love that movie. It's a great movie, but – I guess maybe just because I didn't see it in the theaters. I saw it after the fact kind of thing. So, I don't know. Not to go off topic. What did you think? So, last year, last season, Major League Baseball played the Field of Dreams game. Did you see that? It was awesome. Yeah. So, that's on – I grew up – for a long time, baseball was my favorite sport. So it's not necessarily my favorite sport anymore. I've – my interests have gone other places. I've obviously – You spread your wings. Yeah, absolutely. F1, soccer, hockey. Formula One is probably my, has my laser focus. Really? Oh, absolutely. The Netflix, not to go off topic, the Netflix show, which you absolutely have. Yeah, you've said that before. The season four, which recaps all of the 21 season, comes out March 11th. And the first race this year is on my birthday. (laughs) 
I cannot. It's it, the stars are aligning. It's perfect. So the Netflix show comes out on Emma's birthday, and then the race is on my birthday. But not to digress. But baseball has always had is been a huge part of my life, and so I think that's why I gravitate a little bit to some of the baseball movies. But there's just something about that the message in Field of Dreams. He gets to play catch with his dad and all those. I've been fortunate enough to play softball with my dad for 20 years. Not a lot of people can say that, which when that doesn't happen again, that's going to be a pretty sad time for us. But just all the story is just, it's so deep and complex. And as you're watching it for the first time, I I know when I was a kid, the freak, because that was another 1989 movie. When I watched it as a kid, I had no idea what any of that stuff meant. It was just a baseball movie. And then as you get older and you kind of watch it, and we're not talking about one of the greatest movies that's ever been made. And I know a lot of people that can't stand Field of Dreams. Really? But it's, but it's to me, it's special. Yeah. I, I like it. Uh, I can't wait till my kids can, can really watch it and understand it. But that's on my bucket list to road trip to go up there just to go play catch. Nice. Just go, as they would say in the movie, go have a catch. There you go. Go have a catch. So... What's your final one? Number four, I'm going back to baseball. Kid kid movie or big time movie? I guess I would call it, quote unquote, big time movie if that's my only two options. And again, I'm picking this one. It's I definitely remember seeing it in the theater, but it's one of those ones where it crosses two different bridges for me. Sports and history. Because uh, I'm okay. super interested in history. I love revisiting why things happen, what the result of it was, and yada. But a league of their own. I knew it. That's a great pick. So many unique lines. There's no crying in baseball. The whole thing with World War II, just all of it, just the whole thing. Like the history of women playing baseball, all of it. Like super interesting to me. But I just thought that's some unique acting in it. Love, love the perspectives oh, of it. Again, Madonna, great, Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell. Great cast. Yep. Gina yeah. Davis, Tom Hanks, Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell. Just great. Just phenomenal. And it's got some comedy in it. It's got, it's, it's actually got a great mix too, because you got these women playing baseball, Marla Hooch, who can knock him 400 feet. <laughs> Which is funny. Marla Hooch ends up being the wife of Al Borland in Home Improvement. <laughs> Really? Yes. That's who he winds up marrying in like the last season. Wow. I don't even remember Trudy. that at all. Her name's Trudy in the show. It's one of my, it's, that might be my all time favorite show. I don't know, but yeah. But yeah, you got that. You got, you know, the comedy aspects of it. And then the serious aspects of it where these women are playing and their husbands are overseas at war. And there was one scene where they're in the playoffs and one of the ladies, the guy comes in with the letter that informs him that her husband died in war. And she is a break. That whole thing. It's got a little bit of it all. So uh, big fan of it. And it's half true. It's based on a true story, I guess I put it that way, because it's something that actually happened. They're, they tell a story, unique fashion, unique perspective. Again, it's one of those movies that just remember over and over and love. And you're texting me as we're talking about this videos from Instagram and pictures of your girls dressed up. Rockford Peaches. <laughs> Adorable. Of course. So Ty also had a matching Rockford Peach outfit. So 
Where do you uh, even find that? Okay, so uh, it, it, those are actually relatively easy to find. So Emma in the video, not that we're going to put the audio up or anything, but Emma's two and a half in that video. Okay. And that's true. She's saying there's no crying. crying yeah. And it's hilarious. <laughs> you have to, I have to listen to it later. It's really funny. But several years ago, dad got to do the St. Louis Cardinals fantasy camp. And they did it like the one in Florida and that they do. Yeah. Okay. But he did the one in Cooperstown. Oh, okay. So at the hall of fame. Okay. Yeah. So it's a bunch of former Cardinals players and then you can pay to go play or whatever. And so they're up there and mom found those outfits at one of the stores in Cooperstown. Nice. I bought, I said, okay, we're, we're going to be, we're going to be a league of their own for for Halloween. And so that's what it was. That's, that that is outstanding. Cause we, we do a family, it's always a full family. We did Scooby-Doo this past year. Everybody was a Scooby-Doo character. We did Star Wars. We did. We were Ninja Turtles a couple of years ago. But that one is might be the cutest. So what a great movie. Her Every, hands. Her hands. And nothing has changed from that, by the way. That's exactly how every day. Oh, what a great one. Any any other ones that kind of you really like that, that didn't make your list? So I had Major League, but you stole that one from me. The only other movie that I had on my list that I guess I'll move to my honorable mention, others receiving back to the basketball world, Coach Carter. I met him in real life. Really? He did a talk at St. Louis University in 06, probably. Nice. And my, my buddy Dan was going to slew at the time, was able to score a couple tickets. I, I have a picture with him somewhere. Okay. I don't know where it's at, but it, to, it was, if I remember, it was a, very much a talk about handling adversity and, and teamwork and all those types of things. It was, to say I was there, it was, it was pretty cool. That would be on my list as well. I love every bit about about that movie as well. Rudy's really good. Yeah. I, I thought about that one. Again, just movies that for some reason stick in my head for one reason or another. I know there are tons of them, like Rudy being one of them that are like Academy Award winners. Everybody sure. loves it. But again, personal preference, my Mount Rushmore, so be it. Yeah. If we were going the not so serious route, White Man Can't Jump. I thought about that too, but I didn't know Caddy if I wanted to classify it that way, that way sure. but. Yeah. Caddyshack, those types of movies. But I, th- I think we've got a. We've got a pretty solid eight here. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty solid eight. So That's a lot of baseball. That's well, of baseball. When, but when you think about it, like how many great football, hockey. Yeah. Miracle is definitely on that yeah. list. Ho- hockey movies, you know, Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. That's a staple in our house. Did you like Mystery Alaska? Uh, yeah, just okay. Yeah. Russell Crowe is a hockey player, just doesn't do it for us. But at the same slap, time, though, like most hockey movies aren't doing it for me anyway. Yeah, like. that's fair. But football movies, Friday Night Lights was really good. Yeah. Any Given Sunday, you yes, already mentioned. Any was, Given Sunday. That was um, a horrible movie, but it's still a good movie. Yeah. I, I can't for the life of me think – there was this movie, had Goldie Hawn, Sinbad. Oh, gosh. No, I'm mixing movies up now. There was a football movie, and I should just be typing into Google to find it. It was one that had Goldie Hawn as the coach of a high school football team. They were terrible, but they rallied around her. They like I think they eventually Wildcats. Wildcats football. I've never seen that. Had a great. It's that is from the eighties. I can tell you that has to be from the eighties. It was eighty six. Perfect. That's a movie I remember seeing. Like Ladybugs. 
with Rodney Dangerfield. Oh. Not that we would ever watch nowadays, but it was... Yeah, uh, the only other movie I, I'm, that sticks in my head, a uh, football movie that has Sinbad in it, now I'm remembering it, Unnecessary Roughness. Yeah, I never saw that. Oh my gosh. It Again, I think Scott Bakula's in that. That explains everything. <laughs> explains absolutely everything. It is kind of cheesy definitely not great but it's one of those movies that i remember and it's and this team's terrible it has that major league theme of they got to figure it out yeah and they do and they win games they get good and all that stuff so the texas i think they were the texas state armadillos was was the name of the team that's great sounds like an xfl team (laughs) that's what it sounds like or a usfl team yeah that's one of the ones i definitely remember but that that that's me that's my list that's a good one that's a good one yeah yeah, that was a good topic. Again, tweet at us. I'll get this up on Twitter at some point uh, today or tomorrow. But tweet at us at D2DadCast. I was really, I was sure we were only going to go about 40 minutes. It felt that way. <laughs> and we are now at an hour something. Plus. Some change. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're about to hit an so, hour 10. That's that's okay. Yeah. Hope you don't mind us babbling for an hour and whatever. But while we, had lot, we had a lot on our minds. Yeah. And while we're closing up shop here. Shout out to the people that listened to the preview episode and the official first episode because we actually had a lot of folks that I shouldn't say a lot, but a handful of folks that responded via Twitter. So I think it might have been one of the snow days. I don't know what it was. I had a couple of folks that tweeted back yeah. talking about the weather stations that we talked about and everything else. Shout out to those folks that listen. We hope you stick with us. I hope you didn't think we were just going to do one episode and forgot about it, but we're uh, going to try and stay on this horse and keep doing it. Yeah, no, thank you for listening. We hope to keep you engaged share your thoughts if you have questions if you have want our quote-unquote lawn expertise you want to share or they can email us for mount rushmore suggestions all that stuff please dadcast at gmail.com or email uh, all that fun stuff so like i said i think we will stick with this it's been a busy time but uh, especially once we get into the lawn season i think we're definitely going to have more things we want to talk about as the weather turns and we're outside more with the lawn and the smoker and the grill sharing thoughts of what's happening yeah i think i think our next episode will probably kick off with some traeger talk yeah we really haven't yeah we haven't dug deep in that yet not quite and we have our favorites and we smoke some of the same stuff but you have a couple go-tos that you do i have a couple go-tos that i do it all turns out really good and we look we can look like we know what we're doing out there but <laughs> side, side note last night i did pull the trigger back out put it took it back out of the garage and put it back in the on the deck because i saw the forecast for this week did chicken wings on the grill but the twist i did smoked them for 40 minutes 375 but i finished them in the air fryer Oh, yeah, that's a pro move. It's a pro move. <laughs> Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's the go to. Yeah. And I have a tri tip in the refrigerator for this weekend. And I also have rib tips that will probably do, depending on, it's supposed to, we're supposed to get a little rain, I think, this weekend. So we'll see if I do those Sunday for my lunch next week. So I'm, I'm back at it. I think I'm pretty much going to be at that every Sunday 
smoke something for the lunch for the next week. Yeah, I I broke it. Obviously, I was out all last week, but I broke it out. I got pulled into the garage. My my smokers in my garage didn't even grab my laptop back. I immediately grabbed the trigger, put it outside, <laughs> started it up, went in and started prepping chicken. I just did some butterfly chicken breasts yeah. and did it on the trigger. It's just so easy. It tastes so much better. So maybe we'll go into some of our favorite recipe in episode three, but this has been fun. We don't want this to go an hour and a half. So I think it's time for us to wrap it up. Thank you again uh, for listening to us babble on and on, but it's a little bit of a pet project for us. And we want to hear what from you, what you want us to talk about, what's important for you guys. So again, at D2 Dadcast on Twitter, gmail.com to reach out to us. This has been the D2 Dadcast. You can email the guys at d2dadcast at gmail.com and follow the podcast on Twitter at D2Dadcast. Thanks for listening.